The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the car that's got style and substance to spare, the all-new Toyota RAV4. Featuring sophisticated, muscular new interior and premium options like a JBL audio system and a panoramic roof. The all-new RAV4. Toyota. Let's go places. Hello and welcome into Winging It, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, joined by my co-host, Vince Carter and Ken Bazemore. Hey, no energy in my name, huh? You mad? Yeah, I'm mad. You just told me I could be in a cigarette commercial because I have a cough. But let me introduce... Let me introduce our wonderful guest, the OG of podcasting from the JJ Reddick podcast. JJ Reddick. Thank you for giving me my due credit. Yeah, You're I welcome. am the OG. There you go. You really are. Of NBA Paved, podcasting. Paved, right. paved the way, man. We appreciate it. <sighs> you got it. And we followed you to the ringer, so there's right. that too. I was first at the ringer. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I got a little jealous. I talked about this on my podcast, by the way. Who came up with the name? Because I got stuck with just the JJ Reddick podcast. <laughs> and you guys got an <laughs> you awesome creative you name. You started it, it. So it's, it's kind of like, I was just going to go get it going. You just got had to get it going. Yeah. And we, it's the hawks, you're you're just kind of like spitballing, you're winging it. It's a double, you know, it's a double meaning. Yeah. They're wings, oh, triple yeah. meaning. Triple meaning. Used to be a wing. No, now he's a four. <laughs> <laughs> I started as a wing. <laughs> it started as a wing. Yeah. That was everyone at the ringer. I think Julia and some of those people came up with it. We we had a few ideas, but you are JJ Reddick. Like that's yeah, all you man. need. If if it had that's just it. been one of them, it you probably were original. So yeah, they threw it out. It's like, oh yeah, who's that? I did have one episode of the Chronicles of Reddick <laughs> on uninterrupted. <laughs> One episode. (laughs) I thought that was, I mean, that was catchy. It is. That was catchy. Oh, that's what it was, the Chronicles. It was literally called The Chronicles of Reddick. And you just did one episode. Yeah. But then, but, you know, when I was with Yahoo, it was just the vertical. That's all it was. So I've never really been properly branded like you guys. Well, I'm really not just (laughs) saying this. You are brand now. But I like JJ Reddick podcast over the vertical. I agree. You know exactly who you're going to hear from. I'm just trying to gas you up. You don't really have to go through. It's like, all right. You don't have to say your name anymore. Right. It's understood. That's true. Do you introduce yourself? Yes, I'm sure he does. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Hello, I say the same thing on at the because I always do the intro and outro right at the end of the recording and I do my reads, but I do it after I talk to people. I'm pretty sure I say the same thing every time, which is just basically welcome back to the JJ Reddick podcast. I don't say, hey, this is JJ. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that's what okay. I'm that's kind of say, hey, though. welcome back to my podcast. No, that's true. Is that too vain? No. Not at all. Not for you, no. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean, Vince? He's J.J. Reddick. Oh, okay. JJ, Vince, I, what was I like? J.J. Reddick. What was Better I like basketball. as a teammate in, in 2010? <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I was like back then. Fast. Just go. High energy. I mean, nothing's changed, but it yeah. was just different then. Yeah. Um, 25-year-old me. A little different. Yeah. How old we, were you, we, Vince? Was, what, 9, 10? I was 32. I was. It's 10 years ago. Yeah. Sheesh. Huh. Crazy. Dang. I was 20. I was 19. I would tell you this. We <laughs> got a lot of shots up in that first corner basket back there. That's what we, we would shoot together. Yep. You used to a make lot. fun of my right corner shot. You told me I had a curveball when I shot at the right corner. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. What? It's unbelievable. Did you guys do the three-point contest like you do now? Like after shoot around in practice? Well, we just had we had a bunch of shooting games and then everybody else. I mean, we had some shooters. On our team. So who, who's the shooters. champion here between you two? He'd win a lot of them. I'd never had Vince's range, though. And Rashard Lewis was on our team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
and Turk. The slingshot. And then who else? Jameer when he wants to. And then Beatrice would always be ready yep. for a, yep. a shooting contest. All, and but he wanted some money on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who, by the way, still <laughs> bets people. As a DJ, Mikhail Peters. You know, he's a, he's I didn't a, know he was a DJ. I was on, actually talking about him the other day, and I he's didn't, still in Orlando, didn't know that. Walking around, he's, he, he DJs clubs in, in Orlando still. True story. I've been thinking about doing a segment on my podcast called "Where Are They Now?" Oh, I like that. And that, like, you should pick like your finals team. Yeah, just like a guy, like a random NBA player that either I played with or like I knew, and like, uh, or even like guys that are like super hyped out of high school and college, and like, yes, and be like, where are they now? Yeah, so you you're so old that the guys you would come up with <laughs> right. nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> like, like, who is that right now? Who are you talking about? Felipe okay. Lopez. You're right. No, I know okay. who he is. But uh, uh, okay, first of all, let's let me say this: I didn't know Wojo was uh, at Marquette. Clearly, you didn't know that either. He's been there like five years. <laughs> No, he hasn't. Yes, not he five has. years. Don't make me look this up on Google right now. We're going to have to because I did not. I, I was watching the game and I was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Is that whoa? I know he went somewhere, but I didn't know that. Okay. Did not know that. But not five years. Really? Five I years. think he signed no like way. two extensions already. We're definitely. Look that up. Well, there's a name so, for you Julius Hodge. There's a name. First yeah, of all, wait, wait, wait. Let's, get this, a, let's get this out there. Go ahead. All right. So I was an NC State guy. I always wanted I just to go to say state. that. Let's start there. He's an NC State guy. That's why I go to state. I love Julius Hodge. We're number 24. I was 24. You know, he's just a wiry guy, long, athletic. And I was always a state guy. Never rooted for Duke or Carolina. No disrespect. I mean, I respected you guys, but I felt like state was the underdog. Wake Forest wasn't, you know, they were kind of, yeah, exactly. So I was a state guy. Yeah. What is he doing now? Does anybody know? I don't know. He was with Denver. That's the last I ever And that's the last I ever heard of him. I mean, I assume he played overseas. Do you guys remember J.R. Reynolds? That played at UVA? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He yes. was like a year younger than me. Yes, I do. And um, he was, re- when we played in London last year against the Celtics, he was at the game. He was like sitting right over top of the tunnel where we went into our locker room. He was playing in France last year. He's played all so over Europe. But he, him and I grew up playing AU, AU together. We're from the same hometown. She went to Kansas, by the way. Oh, wow. Rock Chalk. Oh, wow. Had a big win yesterday. Big win. So three basketball royalties and Kent. It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, where did yes. you go? It's all good. Sorry? It's all who good. did you beat? That doesn't matter. We it does. Won. I mean, it's just, I'm just curious. Now, who's that play? North I, who? I didn't hear you. Northeastern? Not Northwestern. Hey, I used to actually play against Northeastern in college. They're in the CAA. Good for them. Nobody. Did ODU win? No, we no, lost they did not. We, can't, we couldn't score, I'm man. just kidding. I knew that. Couldn't score. I mean, seventh ranked defense in the nation. Just couldn't put ball in the hole. So, what are you going to do? You got to score to win. Well, Duke plays tonight. Carolina plays tonight. We'll get to that. But I do want to say, I've noticed there's a theme before guests come on our podcast. They have like breakout nights. So, John and Trey combined for 70 before they came on. Conley won Western Conference Player of the Week. Yeah. And JJ just had his first career double-double. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Wait, wait, wait. Assist or rebounds? Rebounds. But, he but had I also eight had eight assists. You have a machine So basically now. a triple-double. Yeah. He's a rebound 20 cents shy of a triple-double. It's all right. It seems like a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, To me. What's your career, career high rebounds? 10. My career high in assists is 10, but I had seven points that game. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a two for 13 night. <laughs> it, was at, it was like the first year that Brooklyn played in Brooklyn. And... uh. Two for 13. So I missed out on my double double then. Is you had a triple game. double? No. No. You've probably had, had like, what, 15? Not that many. I've 15? had a few, though. Okay. 
How, it's how tough it getting rebounds on this team, our team. Why? I mean, well, any bigs. I mean, I'm sure bigs do it. Dude, too. I played with Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan for like <laughs> ten of my thirteen yeah, years. Like, not even those guys get mad at you when you get a defensive rebound. Bingo. There you go. There, that's right. it right there. He's right. You said it. Get out of the way. You see, last night I tried to get a rebound, and <laughs> Dwayne was like, "Yo," he said, "I can't say what he said." But no, he said, "Try to stop my way." <laughs> I was like, "All right, brother, your rebound." I only wanted bro. three. I know. That's all I need, like four. Give me four rebounds a night. I'm, I'm solid. You know the night Trey got his triple-double? Mm-hmm. Did you see that last rebound that he got? That he stole it from John? Yeah. yeah. It like fell through John's hands, barely touched it, and Trey got it, and that was his triple-double. Yep. I would have knocked it out of bounds. My yeah, bad. On accident. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep him humble, man. Excuse me. But how did it feel to get your first double-double at this point in your career? I, honestly, I feel like getting 10 rebounds in a game was something that I never thought I would do. Did you realize it as you were do, going? Do you remember, by the way, do you remember in 2010 when we were teammates, you slipped at half court like a minute into a game against the Nuggets? <laughs> do you remember this? No, I don't. Do you okay, really? so you were, I'll tell you why. <laughs> so I was Vince's backup and, and, uh, he, there was like a wet spot at half court and it was like it was literally like dude 222 into the game <laughs> and you slipped and you did the Vince thing where you're like ah and you're just laying on the floor in agony and yeah, I think you like zing. strained a groin or something basically more than likely so anyway so I got to I got to play you know the rest of the game literally the rest of the game I played 45 minutes and I had like 23 that's, that's Van Gundy. 8 and 8 so that Ooh. was the last time I ever came close that's to solid. a triple double like, I mean, I've had some like 20 point, you know, five plus rebounds, five plus assist games, but right. never close enough where you're like, actually like, uh, like I had, our, our trainer came over to me with 546 to go in the game. and was like, Hey, you have nine rebounds and eight assists. Like, you know, and I had 20 something at the time. Like you have a chance, you know? So then you're like, it's a, now it's in the back of your no, mind. That's the worst, man. Why do people tell you on the bench, by the way? Because of I the excitement. Should, should, should they make you aware? Because then well, I feel like you're okay. Like what I, what if I start passing up shots? Like I'm right. getting assist hungry. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. And then the rebounding thing, being that like you don't, it's not your thing because you're like, okay, the big guy's going to get it. You wouldn't think to go in there if you didn't know you had nine rebounds, true, or eight rebounds for that matter, or true. seven rebounds with three in three quarters. It, we, you know, if we don't tell you, you like, nah, he's going to get that. Ben's going to get it. Let me run the break. But if she's like, hey, you, you need three more rebounds. All right, well, let me get in, get the, the the dotted line and see if it bounces out so I can. Steal one while they're blocking out another big. Let me go. Right. I got you, back, you know, right. steal one. You know. Well, in State Farm, you can see your points, your assists, your rebounds, not, your boxing. You got your whole your stat, stat sheet. sheet is right there. We got everything up there. And our guys doing the game like. <laughs> I feel like there's the there's game. some arenas. There's only it. a couple, but there's some arenas that have your shooting numbers. Like your your I think Cleveland Chicago does. I know Cleveland. Chicago does. does too. And I hate that. Your percentage. I don't want to know that <laughs> until after the game's over. Yeah, like, right. Let me look at the box score after the game. Yeah, yeah I don't need to know the whole entire game. I j- by the way, I, we for, all generally know seven, when we're having a good team. night. And oh, a bad yeah. Night. oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. But, but there's, I would say one other thing about like just in terms of the, the double-double, triple-double thing, like arena to arena, there is such a discrepancy to me in how they count stats. I'm going to give uh-huh. you an example. Say there's a long rebound okay. and I'm coming in from the perimeter. And a big, like a bigger player is like kind of backing up into it. And I'm coming in and I jump up and tip the ball to Ben. But it's like a controlled tip. Mm-hmm. Now, some arenas, right, they give you that rebound. Right. They would give that to me. Mm-hmm. Other arenas give they it give to it Ben. To- like when I was in LA, if DJ blocked a shot and I got the ball, 
that was a rebound. In Philly, it's only a rebound like 10% of the time. What if the he other makes thing a with shot. assists, assists are so like oh, assists are so, so skewed, different, subjective, now. Yeah, man. man. It's different now. You catch a pass, dribble cross, pull up, and it's an assist or somebody. <laughs> right. Yeah, it depends on who the guy is. It's like course. is it a triple double machine? The guy like that's all. If a guy averages a lot of assists, they like Russell Westbrook. His right. assists, like you know, he dimes everybody, but. You would see some people. He could throw the dribble, ball ahead and dribble, 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 yeah, dribble, yeah, yeah. Dribble, Euro step, you know, to a layup, assist. You know what I mean? It's 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 crazy. And typically, when we, when we came in the league, it was one one dribble. You only get one dribble. Oh, yeah. That's it. I feel like the guiding principle now is like if your pass leads them into a move. Think about the one that they give us all the time now that they didn't give us ten years ago. So like if you come off a pick a roll on the side and you swing it to that slot guy, right? Everybody mm-hmm. has that slot drive, mm-hmm. like the Jay Crowder drive, right? right? Right. If he catches the three point line, takes that one dribble, gets to the basket, they give you an assist almost every time right, now. Right. 10 years ago they were not giving no. that assist it no. would have to be mm. like a catch and shoot three or on a cut for a lane without, without a dribble without right. a dribble right agreed so if that rebound tip to Ben results in a basket then what is it an, an assist and a rebound or is it usually just an assist then at that point oh that's a good question oh, wow look at that's you a good go. question so if you're on the offensive side yeah and it's that same play. I think that would probably if it looked like a control that should They'd be offensive rebound oh, and, uh, and yeah. assist Right. That's a new move. It should be. Oh, now I now I'm now going to be I'm looking at that. Grab a <laughs> rebound. You you launching them but full court like Kevin Love. Assists, like, oh, that's eight assists. You can look at it. You only have five. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I would say no one in this room would qualify sort of as like triple-double chasers. Right. Yeah, no. But like, do you think guys that get a lot of triple-doubles, do you think that they're counting stats in their head throughout the game? Yeah. Particularly oh, in sure. the first half. Okay. You see a guy come out rebounding the ball and just trying to get every, you know, dish it, dish it, dish it, dish it. I think that's what Russ does. Yeah, I was going to say that's what Russ does. And they they left him in. Because what what do we consider, I mean, not maybe for him because he's a rebounding guard, what do we consider the hardest thing to get for a guard? You know, is it the assist or is it the rebounds? I think if you're not a like a high usage usage player, the assist is the hardest part. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but for him, I feel like he just, he gets off. He gets, let me get five, six assists in the first quarter. Right. The rest of the game is You know what time it is. He's going to get the rebounds. They make sure he gets his rebounds. Mm -hmm. You know, the bigs block out. Go ahead, Russ. (laughs) You know, and just, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Like, this dude is averaging a triple-double. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. Three straight years. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's incredible. That is incredible. Yeah, that's crazy. Is that like with help from his teammates though? Like if he had a different set of teammates, do you think he still would be doing that? Well, no, I just think he asserted himself. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I'm going to take a few of these so you understand how it goes. And then, ah, okay, I get it now. But, you know, it's still, you still see he'll get a triple double and their big still have eight, nine, ten rebounds mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a lot to get, but Russ is going to go in there and assert himself as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so, well, let's talk about these 76ers. New look 76ers. How's Man. it been? I think making trades for like the incoming guys is hard. And I think for the guys that are already there, it's hard because everybody's sort of adjusting to each other. And if you're the guy that's already there, you're used to playing a certain way. If you're the guy that's incoming, you're used to playing a certain way in your old place. And you got to figure out how to mesh. And so I think there's always like sort of growing pains when you make trades in season. It's hard. I yeah. mean, I've, I've been traded once in season. And it was really hard. That was I, you know, I spent like 28 games in Milwaukee. Not that I was counting <laughs> <laughs> every single day. No, I love, I love, no, no, I love no. Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee. Still counting. Um, but yeah, I think it was hard. Just, you know, we, basically we've had three teams this year. You know, we had Philly 2.0 with Jimmy and Wilson in the starting lineup. And then 3.0 where we, you know, how we have Tobias and and uh, and Mike Scott and James Ennis and, and Boban as sort of the the guys off the bench 
and we're, you know, we're starting to figure out. The other thing I think is, you know, our starting five has only played eight games together where we've all been in the lineup. Oh, wow. Um, and we're seven in one of those games. So we, and we've been able to sort of stagger starters. So there's always two of us basically on the court at, at all times, um, which not many teams have that luxury, um, yeah. you know, where they can have, you know, five guys that can all really hoop at a high level. Did you guys see, by the way, we were on the cover of Sports Illustrated and the ongoing joke that day when we were doing the photo shoot was that like the people in Philly PR were like being nice to me. And like, yeah, just include JJ in the shoot so he's not mad. <laughs> and then the SI was going to Photoshop me out later. Oh, oh my That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. But you made it. I, I made guess it they kept me in. Sorry. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, adding Tobias. Um, yeah, he was a steal, um, man. I like his game. You guys got a, a lot of pieces. I feel like you can do a lot of things with him and you can, that can guard multiple positions. Yeah. I played with James Ennis, so I know how he is, his defensive mentality, his ability to shoot the ball. I know he's a little up and down with it, but you have a lot of guys that can yeah, give you a Jonathan chance. Yeah, Jonathan Simmons too, huh? Yeah. Damn. Brett called it the tournament when they we first got those two guys. He was going to alternate them sort of on and off. You know, you get one game, you get another game, you know, and he kind of communicated that to both those guys. And yeah. honestly, James has just played so well Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last couple weeks that yeah, I think he's kind of taken that sort of that wing reserve spot. But, you know, Jonathan's been great too when he's had the opportunity. You know, I, I do think, like, there's a there's a risk-reward whenever you have to make those decisions about trading. And obviously, we traded assets, and then we ended up trading Markel as well. And sort of the reward of having the lineup that we have is, you know, you have the potential to, to win a championship. Agreed. Yeah, the East is wide open. LeBron left and... Who do you guys think is the best team in the East? You guys won't be in the playoffs this year, but if you were saying like, who would I not want to face in the, in in a seven game playoff series? Who would that be? Milwaukee's gonna. I, I think there's a, there's a sleeper team in. I didn't understand the Pau Gasol thing, but I just feel like they've added a lot of shooters. You know how teams are gonna play Giannis. You know, back up, they're gonna make him shoot. All right. But at the same time, if he can get downhill to draw a double team, he has a lot of shooters out there now defensively. I don't know. They have a couple of guys down, though, so it's going to be interesting. So I can't really say them. I don't know. Gets his well, wide open. I'd say I'd say you guys. I mean, you well, guys I, are I, more— I didn't, I didn't purposely say them. I feel like, like you said, they're still gelling, you know, as far as hitting your stride. I mean, I guess you have only 10 games. How many guys <laughs> games do you have? We have 10. So it yeah. should be coming soon. But I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like, you. I mean, obviously, you guys have a great opportunity. Like you, I'm sure you're about to say, I just, I'm thinking other teams— You don't know what you're going to get with Boston. And then I think you guys are just more dynamic, like a lot of shooting. Yeah, a lot I mean, of scores. When yeah, you exactly. I mean, I mean, you got Joel and B, probably the most dominant player in the game, you know, right now. What you I say, mean, dude? Yo, it, this dude is unreal. I mean, Giannis uh, is good, but I mean, in the playoffs, it's just different. You know, yeah, pack the paint and you know, make it tough for him. Uh, and like I said, with Boston, you don't really know what you're gonna get. You know, they've had. You know, ups and downs all season. You know, Kyrie's special, but, you know, are they going to get out of his way? You know, let him lead. Indiana losing Oladipo was, yeah. was tough. Well they're uh, so good, though, still. How about that? Bogdanovich. Because yeah, I think everybody said, oh, yeah, they're definitely dropping out. Indiana's so good. They they play, they're, they're so much they're respect solid, for man. Them. They're just solid. And I thought Wesley Matthews was a, a great pickup. You yeah. give him something. You don't lose. I mean, you lose Oladipo, who's an all-star. But you gain a Wesley Matthews who can still shoot the ball, who can still defend for you, get you extra possessions on his own. They're, they're right there. What, they're four? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Four. You guys are three. Yeah. 
Who's one? Milwaukee. One and two. Milwaukee, and then it's like there's there's Toronto. separation between now oh, between like Toronto. one, two, yeah, three, and four. I forgot about Toronto. My yeah. bad. They way up north though, man. It's a long way to remember. Shout out Jeremy Lin. Jalen. My guy. What are you laughing at? What? I'm just. <laughs> you just, forgot Toronto, huh? No, everybody. I think oh. did, but I, I think they also added a lot of pieces. You can play through Mark as far as post up. You can play play through um, Pascal Siakam, who is just a game changer right now. Bro, he's, he's is he most improved? Ooh. Well, that's a good question. Ooh, that's think so. I think he's most improved. Ooh. I think the storylines there. The most improved thing is such a weird yeah. award, though. It depends on how far you want to go with it. I think the original intent of the award was to reward a guy like Siakam, right? Right. Who makes like a big jump from well, who we could say, who we say yeah. came out of nowhere. Yeah, sort yeah, of. Yeah. He definitely did that because yeah. I feel like in the beginning, the, when we played him early in the season, they're like, you know, he's a driver. We'll give him the shot, and he's actually gotten better as the season's Absolutely. gone on. Yeah, this energy, his motor is unreal. Both ends. Yeah, I think they're another tough team. I think that would be a good series to watch, Philly. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to watch the playoffs this year. Especially that could be the potentially second I like round. That one. Potentially. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true too. Short flight. Which no. I would prefer yeah. to see in the finals. It is a short flight. Short flight. I prefer to see you in the Eastern Conference Finals. So you prefer to see us. I see that matchup in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> oh, you prefer to see that in the Eastern Conference. What the seating holds as it of is course, today. No, okay. You know what I mean? It's but, well, we're trying to wreck ships. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I know you guys are. He's like, okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, so not? like Kent, I got a question. Like, yes, sir. When you are in this situation, and you've kind of been in every situation too, Vince, so you can answer this question too. But like, when you're in the situation that you're in right now, where at this point in the season you guys have nine games left, what is the mindset in terms of, I guess, playing that spoiler role and like fucking with people's playoff seedings? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we got a ton of young guys, so. I think they're just more so grateful to be playing basketball. So the energy has been great all year. And uh, Coach brought it to our attention in a meeting recently. Like, yo, we can, you know, really screw some stuff up. Like, beat Utah last night. And they had just jumped from seventh to fifth. So I think they went back down to seven. So, and, you know, when you're sitting home over the summer watching all the basketball and, you know, they put up there, you know, last 10 games and you see, you know, your team in the L and, you know, how, how you know, messed up the trajectory makes you feel good. And, and it also gives us something to play for. And, you know, I'm only playing about 15 minutes a night. So uh, when I go out there, I'm just going there to have fun and, you know, try to drop some buckets, man. And I think it's, Make a, it hard for you. Know, it's a two-way street for us. It's because we have young guys who are rookies who are playing a lot of minutes and big minutes. We still want to inst- – want to insert them in games and be, let them be assertive and play the game and learn how to play the game because it's like this is kind of our playoffs. You know, we were talking about like we tried to paint that picture of what the playoffs like. So we were like, oh, the game we played in Miami, which I said, and, yep. and, you know, you know, so that's uh, you know a microcosm of what the playoffs is like. So this is how we have to have the approach. You know, this is your approach. This is how you need to play the game. So they're trying to still play the right way. You know, you know that word is thrown around a lot, but still play the right way. And sometimes I think that's how the spoiler thing comes about because of it. But I mean, <clears throat> I'd like to see us just instead of just go out there and play because we have we have we still have great support from our fans. Yeah, they they come out and cheer. I think we do them a disservice just coming out there and laying down, and just yeah. throwing up some crap and just getting blown out just because. I, I don't know. I, that's tough for me. So. When we're in this situation, I, I'm still going to play. You know, I know they was like, hey, easy, easy, easy. If, that, if that's the case, they might as well sit me down because I right. still want to play. I mean, 
we may not win the game regardless, but I'd really more so the effort because what how we finish the season, I feel like is going to be the carryover to next season with young guys. Maybe not an older team, right? But with young guys, that's the I mean, well, yeah, to if the he allows us to play bad basketball, yeah, that's what young guys are going to think. That's how it's going to be next year. Oh, I'm gonna get more touches. I'm gonna get more minutes, and then it might not be that way, and we're starting from the beginning again. And I think, like you have said before, you're creating a mindset for the young guys like you can't just throw in the towel at the very end like we're going to keep playing and they bring the effort every single night so that when they're veterans they're not thinking that way oh well we're not in the playoffs so let's well, just and that, sit and, down and to see what it's like to, to play against top level competition because when we play a utah when we're playing a, a philadelphia or houston who are still playing for something you know they're maybe you're playing to, to try to get a second seat i don't know or comfortable with the third seat. that's that's up to them but we have to rise to that level or see what that level of play is at the end of the season. You know, after we all know after all-star break is really when some teams lay down, some mm-hmm. teams trying to position themselves and you tend to see that team the second time, like this is not the team we played before. <laughs> like right. you know, they're better now. So like, that's what they need to see and understand. So, I mean, I think it's great for us, whether we win or lose, it's just more. So I, I prefer to see us just give the effort. JJ, what's it like coming into Atlanta after the Hawks just beat you guys in Philadelphia. And LP said he thinks the Sixers aren't very happy with him right now. Are you guys a little hungry for that win? <laughs> I haven't even thought about it. Like, no, I, I don't I don't mean that like I haven't thought about the Hawks. I just mean it like you're the season is such like a day-to-day thing yeah. mm-hmm. where like you cannot first of all, you can't look behind you because the second you sort of take the foot off the gas you know, so to speak, you're, you're, you just like, you can't turn yourself off. So you can't like be like, oh, I'm, I'm playing great or we're playing great. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, no, we got, you have 10 more games and you have the playoffs. Like there's always something that's mm-hmm. next. Right. I look at things in like two to three game segments. So my focus last week was like, all right, we have a road trip to Milwaukee, road trip to Charlotte, second night of a back-to-back home against Boston. I'm going to just, you know, walk those three games down and then get to the next segment. And that next segment is, you know, tomorrow, Atlanta, at Orlando, home against Brooklyn, and then we go back out on the road. So that's sort of like how I like to break things down. You know, obviously, LP was with us last year. Um, I love playing for him. You know, he's, I've been fortunate to have unbelievable coaches in the NBA, and, you know, he's he's one of my one of my top guys. I mean, he's, he's one of my all-time guys that, I, that I've been able to play for. I absolutely loved it. What do you guys, how do you guys feel about LP? He's a funny guy, boy. They're the yeah. same age. Does, does he still... Like for practices, does he still look like he's about ready to play? Oh yeah, absolutely. With we know we know no when show he's socks, play, bro. When, no show socks. The long when he, tights. When he brings in long tights, no that means he's, pra- he's practicing <laughs> yes, today. Yes. You're like, oh, he got he got the long tights. He's practicing yeah. today. <laughs> but yeah, I think he's a little different than when you had him, and he actually admitted that as far as you know, his he was a defensive guru. That was his thing. Mm-hmm. Now he's head, kind of the head coach, so he can't be all about defense only. It's kind of like I have to manage the team in itself. So. But yeah, he some days you'll catch him stretching in the corner, like getting ready. I mean, he gets Trey, his lifts in and he's stuff at the practice. Like he getting his lifts in, you know, dumbbells, doing core workouts, pull ups. Like I mean, all the coaches in there. Yeah, he's, getting like they get lifts in to be prepared to play. Monty Williams still works out like he's a player. Like I got, I have respect Monty. for that. He's in the weight room every day. That's awesome. Every day. Gotta stay young, man. Yeah, I give Coach Pierce a lot of credit, though, man. He's he's uh, he's handled everything, mm-hmm. you know, with, with such class and such patience. You know, I said last night after the game, I, th- I don't think a lot of people talk about how patient he's been, you know, with, with everything that's going on. Um, 
working with a lot of young guys, trying to fill out the locker rooms, you know, knowing, you know, how to get on people and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, over the year, he's he's kept this great energy about him. So when we come to practice, you know, regardless of, you know, what we're doing, we lost like 10 games in a row early in the year, but you wouldn't even know it. You know, he's coming in, he got the music playing, you know, he's loose, he's, you know, he's smiling, he's laughing, and, you know, it's just been contagious. And this year, it hasn't been as hard as it could have been. Everyone in the locker room at some point has been, you know, frustrated and pissed off, you know, for a long stretch of time. But, you know, his consistency, consistency being that beacon of light and joy has definitely helped us out. I think it's, if you just look at, like, the last five years, five, six years, right? So he he got to spend all that time around Brett mm-hmm. and kind of go through that process true. with the Sixers. Mm-hmm. And when I signed with Philly, like, one of the things I said to Brett was, from afar, watching Philly play, watching their culture, their organization, what Brett was doing, like, I just had so much respect for him because even when they had that 10-win season, like, I'm like, you guys never lost your spirit. There was mm-hmm. still, like, joy in the way you played. And it sounds like LP has, has sort yeah, of brought that sure. same yeah, for sure. For sure. joy and energy for sure. to, to Atlanta. But wait, but wait, 10 wins? I think that was TJ McConnell's rookie year. I like TJ, man. I really yeah, respect 10 wins. TJ. 10, 10 wins. <sighs> That's tough. 10 That's wins. That's tough to come to work, 10 wins, if there's no camaraderie yeah. and there's no yeah. good energy. That is. That's tough. To, wow. What was the Bobcats record? In the um the lockout year, I think they were seven and fifty nine. Uh, yeah, I want to say it was. I think the 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 they had the lowest seven, winning percentage. Was, don't seven they seven or eight? Yeah, so it was sixty yeah. six games. So it was like seven or eight wins. Wow, crazy! Imagine that for the season. I won nineteen games in a month. Just saying. I'm gonna throw that out. <laughs> Wait, there. was that January? Yeah, that was uh, was that sixteen? Yeah, First 14, month of sixteen, fourteen. No, yeah, fourteen, fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. That was unreal. Seven for the year. That's that's ten nuts. for the year. Seven games in a season. You play eighty-two games. I I would have been. I can't handle. I can't that. imagine doing the social media for ten wins. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get to a point in the season and I'm like, I can't believe I played this many games. And you're at the point now. You're like, oh my god, I'm, it's like seventy-two down. How many years is this for you? Thirteen. But then I think about Vince. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I still got a ways to go. Thir- <laughs> 13, 13. That fast. How many years Has do you think you're going to do? I want to play like three more years. But like my, my only thing is like, you still want to enjoy it. And it, and I, I've talked with you and like, mm-hmm. it sounds like you still enjoy it. But uh, I kind of, I, I love, I love being around my kids. And like, right. it, it's as the older they get, they're going to be five and three this summer. And like the older my boys get, like the harder it is to leave them. You get you know, that perspective. There's man. dad moments where you're like, shit, man, what am I doing? You know? All right. Sorry, guys. I got to go to work. <laughs> I've, been going, I've been going over 10 days. Uh, <laughs> I talk about this with, with like my, um, obviously, we, we live in Brooklyn. So we have a bunch of professionals and some some of our friends, both parents work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, they, they only get to see their kids, you know, on the weekends, really, you know, because they leave for work and they get home and basically it's, it's bedtime. Work, eat, go yeah. to bed. But I would say like the thing that is so it's hard during the season is just there's no consistency. Right. Like as a parent, there's true. no consistency. And like when they're that young and like you really are trying to mold them a little bit, and it's hard to it's hard to sort of be away from them. You have a little bit of dad guilt. Oh man. Well, this guy's about to my be first a dad. One, yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah. End of April, man. Oh, congrats, man. Yeah, man. I'm I'm fired up though. I'm excited. It's a new chapter. Do you, do you know if it's a boy or a girl? No, we're gonna wait. Oh, good wait, for you. Yeah. I think it's a boy, if you were wondering. I don't know what it, I don't know what I do want have, a girl. Do you have names picked out for both yeah, sexes? We do. Yeah. And we our uh nursery is just gray and white. 
Yes, neutral. It's a game changer. Yeah, I'm fired up. Especially like we talked about this. Obviously, the, those, those games you're having a bad game, you're frustrated. Yeah, you just look up in the stands and be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. "All right, what's going on now?" Like it just, it's true. It's just brings you back down. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. It's, it's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Yeah, I'm fired up, man. I'm. This is. I haven't looked forward to something. I haven't been this happy about something in a long time. So. Since the summer of 2016, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On my birthday. <laughs> On my birthday. Before we get to our next segment, Baze uh, wanted to start a new segment on the show called Hashtag Still in the League Moment. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Still and, in the League. And and this won't air for a couple of weeks, so this will probably be old news. But Baze, did you want to talk about the, oh, the James, James Harden, Harden spin move? Yeah. That everyone tagged me and said, you guys need to talk about this. Well, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> Vince is laughing. Did you see it, JJ? I feel like I should pull it up if you haven't, Wait. so you can kind of be in the moment. No, no. So yeah, <laughs> this is, so here's the thing. I, 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 I talk about this all the time on my podcast. I have no social media accounts, so I oh. deleted like permanent delete. So I don't have access to Twitter or Instagram. However, there's certain things that happened throughout the course of the season that I'm like, oh, I wish I was on NBA Twitter right now. Mm -hmm. And that was one of them. <laughs> that was definitely one of them. So uh, you saw it. Yeah. And then <laughs> was it on Hoopsite? Because I still read Hoopsite, but the, the, he put a, he used the notes app. Go for it. To, to yeah, okay, this is yeah. it. No, I mean, so all right, I'm, I'm going to go in a little bit in too much detail. So okay. I was, you know, at the practice facility, order my food, walk to the back in the locker room, and I was on the shitter, you know, hanging out. <laughs> On Instagram, you know, and all this all was popping up. You know, my, my feed was going crazy. So I was like, all right, let me. I feel like I need to explain myself just a little bit. Just to, just to give people, you know, a little taste of what I was going through. You know, the whole Kobe Bryant detail thing. So uh, I just broke it down for him. You know, I mean, it was it was a heck of a move. But, you know, I was it's a chess game. I tried to anticipate him going to his little step back three. I turned around. He wasn't there. And, you know, simple as that. And that's it. It was a great move, bro. And I told people I'm alive and well. That's people, what killed me. I think that's what killed me more than like, he said, yo, it's a great move, but I'm alive and well. Right. Like, what? Jesus Christ. I mean, Didn't I, take him down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a great move, man. And and people get upset when, you know, you make jokes on yourself, when you, you make light of the situation. So a lot of people are still trying to that's kill him. I'm too. like, bro, like, you can't joke on me. I mean, I'm, I'm the joke's on me. I You can't, you know what I mean? Right. So. Move on, guys. And then I joked on myself. Right. Oh, I, yeah. So once you, First, so once you like, start it's too late, yeah. being self-deprecating, yeah. like it's, it's, yeah, you can't yeah. really say anything. Nothing exactly. you can really yeah, say. you can't be mean to self-deprecation because you're right. just like saying the same thing you just said. But yeah. Trey did that to someone. I thought it was almost worse, but Trey did Who was oh, it? To, uh, uh, from Detroit. Brown. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. this, this dude went in a full circle in the wrong direction. Yeah. It won't nobody back there. I mean... No, but, you at least went towards the basket. This guy went backwards towards well, yeah. half court. He, he went towards... Yeah. It was no he communication. Just knew. So I was when on the he night. turned around. But because he it was knew a Trey. Big was there. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I'm gonna throw all my teammates under the bus right now. Go for it. Oh, there was no communication behind me. So by yourself. <laughs> so I, I kind of stood up because I, I knew it was a pick coming from the from the right. No, that but, was me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me say something before you go. He was gonna set the pick. Right. He ran away. Okay. So we're walking away. So I'm going away. And all of a sudden, I hear, ooh, and I turn around like, what happened? <laughs> and I just see Harden doing the, the floater. floater. So I didn't know. I was praying. Until later on. I was praying he missed it. I just like, background, please miss it. Didn't miss it. And then Jalen Adams dribbling out of the court like, bro, you want this back? You want it back? <laughs> like, man, play basketball, like, man. Go get him. He actually asked him like, you know, 
play but basketball. Hey, man. But I, I like that as a as a young guy. It's a good teammate. Like he's right, like, right, nah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah, I'm with yeah. You. Nah, nah. Yeah. You know he's a, he plays street ball, so he's I like he's. That's what he said. He's like I wanted him to go back at him. <laughs> man, that ain't my game. Though. I don't do all that dribble dribble stuff. Catch me come set this screen. Need that pick and roll. All I need. It's yeah. a good move though, man. He's I mean one of the best in the game. ISO. He's he's dropped. Wesley Johnson was worse than mine. I mean at least oh, I didn't fall. Far. Man, I ain't fall. Wesley couldn't get up. Have you I, ever fallen? Not because I got crossed. So you know, back in the day, when we used to push everything on the sideline. Oh yeah. You try to jump into the push, the and big you, clip and, you. Yeah, yeah. And everybody you know, goes, yeah. Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, yeah, you don't push as much anymore. But you know, like guys would be. Let's say they're on the right side, they'd be dribbling with their left hand, and the big would yell push, and they would just switch the ball to their right hand, right. and you jump <laughs> to push the ball, and the crowd, oh, yeah. and you're like, nah, it's that's man. Not, yeah. Oh, you just got thing. crossed. Yeah, it's a scheme, guys. Relax. Yeah, it's a defensive scheme that we use here. I legit, I legit fell one time. You was right after you got traded. Is that my fifth year with Orlando? Kirk Heinrich made Ooh. the simplest move on me. I mean, it was like had the ball in his right hand, put it in his left hand. Like, you know, I was having some some difficulty with my core. I was it was a need to activate remember, a little bit. I that. You know, that's yeah. when I tore my abdominal I remember muscle. That. I remember that. So, See, people would have liked wasn't to know in a good that, place physically. If you'd have put down on your notes app, people would have loved to hear that. See, He's I not on social media. My, I didn't think I. I don't wait, think I wasn't wait. even. I know I wasn't on Twitter then because that was pre-lockout. I didn't get on Twitter till. But the first thing like my core muscles gone, right? Huh? That's the first thing I'm gonna say. It's an excuse. No. excuse. My no, core muscles gone, and this is this is what needs to happen if I need to change directions. Yeah. Since my core was you know off, you know this, I fell. <laughs> Travis Best <laughs> almost got me in the open court. Oh yeah. Trying to pick him up full court. I, uh, never again. Never again. You know that we're talking. We should all probably just. Yeah. Oh, knock on wood knock right on now. Wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that's a great point. So this doesn't happen tomorrow or, or in, anytime or any, in the near the future. Games. <laughs> right. Shoot. Hang tight. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. It's time we treated ourselves to a higher quality underwear. Underwear that feels good, provides support, and leaves us feeling fresh. Because we deserve better. Our boys deserve better. That's what sex underwear is all about. It's the only men's underwear specifically designed with our anatomy in mind. Saks Underwear's patented ballpark pouch is a game changer with internal mesh panels that keep everything in place. Then there's the super soft, moisture-wicking fabrics that let our boys breathe and even repel B.O. Saks is the underwear that our boys deserve. For me, I like Saks Underwear because it fit great under my, my skinny jeans and uh, they, they give me great support all night. Get $5 off plus free shipping on your first purchase when you use promo code WINGIN at checkout. To order a few pairs of sacks now with this great offer, go to saxxunderwear.com. That's sacks with two X's and use promo code WINGIN at checkout. Saxunderwear.com, promo code WINGIN. With two-thirds of guys experiencing noticeable hair loss by the age of 35, most guys assume losing their hair is inevitable as they age. Some don't care, some shave their head, some embrace hats. But what they don't know is that there are FDA-approved medications designed to stop hair loss and even regrow hair. That's why we're excited to partner with our sponsor, Roman. Roman makes it easy to get safe, FDA-approved hair loss treatment, all from your phone or computer. And when you go to GetRoman.com slash Winget, your online visit is free. Consult with a licensed physician through their secure online platform, no awkward conversations with receptionists or reading bad magazines in waiting rooms. 
Once your doctor ensures that treatment will be safe and effective for you, Roma's dedicated pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping and discreet packaging. If you're noticing unwanted hair loss, starting treatment early is key, and Roman can help. And today, Roman is giving Winging It listeners a free online visit at GetRoman.com slash Wing It. That's GetRoman.com slash Wing It for a free visit to get started. Go to GetRoman.com slash Wing It. We have a segment called Welcome to the League, which is kind of what he just did, but mid-career, when you realized you made it. Welcome to the League. <laughs> Shots fired. Refer- I mean, preferably an embarrassing moment, but if it was like your first bucket or the first time you had a memorable moment when you made it to the NBA. Probably when I got to be Vince's backup. Aww. That was big for me. Just cut it off. <laughs> 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 uh, you know your first basket? Yeah, I do. I do. <clears throat> like my rookie year, I, I was in a suit till like January. I mean, I was, you know, I was sitting behind the bench in the suit. So different now. Yeah. Um, it was actually against the Hawks. I, it was um, pinned down and I hit a, a long two over, um, uh, it might have been Salim Stoudemire or, uh, no, it was the dude, AC Law. Oh, AC mm, Law. Texas A&M. Yeah. Lefty. That was my first bucket. Beast. But I, I mean, I didn't college. feel like I, I was like, I didn't feel like I was in the league really to like the end of my third year. I thought I was going to be out of the league before that. And I had a lot of embarrassing moments. A lot of embarrassing moments. <laughs> Can you name a few? One. I remember the first time I got dunked on the NBA. It was by Carlos Delfino. What? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah. Carlos Delfino. Carlos Delfino? Yeah. Wow. Do you remember when uh, the Pistons so had C-Webb? Was he with the Pistons? Yeah, so the Pistons had C-Webb and Rashid. Yep. And those dudes could pass the ball yes. out of the post. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just like, I was in the help side and I just like turned my head for one second to see Webb. And next thing I know, he's throwing like a behind the back baseline pass to Delfino. And I just went up to contest and he just reversed it on my head. <laughs> Wait, Delfino was like 6'7", though, right? He was a big, he's like 6'8". 6'8", six, eight. Six, eight, yeah, he was six, a big nine. dude. <laughs> Almost 6'10". <six, ten. laughs> <laughs> Worst dunk I ever got? Yeah. Last year, Jamal Murray. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've never been dunked on like that in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my that God. Did, I think it was the first time I I've ever like gone in a house of up. highlights. Yeah, and, it wasn't well, a, and it wasn't in a good way. <laughs> like, you were really trying to block it? Or was it like Jason Terry? You know, okay, so you know when, like, you're, you're it's one-on-one, fast break, right? So, like, my mindset at that, I'm just going to, I'm going to absorb and then as they go up to to get for their shot, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to strip it. All right. Right. And if a big's coming, then I might like right. not really try to strip Straight it and up. let the big yeah, block. Sure. Right. Right. So it was one on one straight. So I, I just basically backed up too far. And then he took off and I jumped. And as soon as I jumped, I was like, oh shit, he's gonna cock it back and dunk <laughs> on me. <laughs> That's um, one of the worst ones when you're like, it's too late. Ooh. It's too late. It's too late. And there Oh. Yeah. Because, you know, um, I don't jump to black shots. Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. So you're basically trying to do the flyby and try to hit the ball. Yeah. I just, sometimes I try to like take a charge in that situation. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I was, all of a sudden I realized I was in the restricted area. There's nothing I could do. Yeah, and I don't know why there. I jumped. Yeah. Mm. In the NBA, well, shoot, college now, you can't, you can't. But get you like, you legit, you have legit caught bodies before. Right. A few. Like you, Chest to chest, shoulder to a chest, few. a few. Back What's your, to chest. You've probably talked about this before. What's your favorite dunk ever? 
Uh, well, in the game, most, in game. The most talked about dunk, obviously, is the, is, is the, is the Mavericks. France one. Yeah, yeah, yeah but in the, the NBA. Lonzo morning yeah. one because... That's the one where you did the spin. You did the spin dribble. Right. Yeah, that's my Behind favorite back. one. That's my favorite one. So, Zoe didn't talk to me for five years. Really? Five years. Until we had a... We were, we were at a dinner. Uh, what are you going to say? Obama. But, uh, like... What are you going to say? Don't you think that's... That, he tried to block my shot. Bro. Dunk. You know you did to five him? Five years? Bro, you know you did to him? What are you going to say? What's up? What's up, Vince? <laughs> he, he didn't he can't even, even he, look in your eyes, bro. What he, you did to he, that he man? He sure did do that. Five years. Like, we were in a restaurant. Sit across. He was just... It was like... You know, one of the, you know, even if it's like none of that. I think some of that could be the Miami Heat culture, though. Like those guys don't speak to anybody before Five before years. games, after games. This is in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the summer. Okay, all right, we're, that's fair. Uh, we're at uh, a eating at one twelve, and he was sitting with a guy. I guess a business meeting, and I was sitting in there, and literally sitting where we can. It's clearly I see you, you see me. Yeah. Nothing. They were probably over there talking about the dunk. <laughs> And but then Vince called over I there. think a lot had to do with it. I'll say that is the Nike wanted to use it as a poster and asked his permission. Oh, oh wow. And oh. I guess maybe thought I had something to do with it. Oh, okay. And they ended up using the poster anyway. That makes sense. Uh, and they, they did a commercial say, you know, if you look at it, it starts where, I, if you go back to this the commercial, I, I jump up and they don't show the actual dunk because he didn't approve it. But it's go up to the. Oh, cause he was a Nike athlete too. I think so. Yeah. He just didn't want that. Yeah. And the, and the Olympic dunk, Frederick Weiss wanted like $3 million for permission to use it. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And they used it as a poster anyway. He wanted some astronomical number. And what? it was something like, it was either a million, three million, something like they that. They didn't give it to him, though. No. Wait, they are your points, though. I don't know how they got to ask someone else to use uh, your uh, two well, points. I guess for, for the commercial they wanted to use for the shocks. For the shop of face on there or something. I, Bro, I, those, I, are, I, I those, those might be. Those, I think everybody's going to know who it is anyway. <laughs> those might be my all-time favorite shoe. Those Nike shocks. Back. What year was that? I'm trying to think. I think that was my end of my freshman year in 2000 college. When they, they came out. Okay. So there were some shocks at the end of my freshman no, year sure. in college that were sick. Which year? Was it was that? like 2002, 2003. So that's so that was that would be the, the third one. Yeah, because yeah. they came out that Olympics. Do the, you the still finals. wish you could wear your cutoff? <laughs> you know why I did that though, right? Some people ask. No, me I had that. the worst. I had the worst back acne, like my first two years in college. Oh shoot! Yeah, and then and then I just kept wearing it because it was like became my thing. Right. <laughs> and then uh, and then I got to the NBA and I stopped doing it. But yeah, I don't know. Thanks why for bringing that up. Wearing, it's a dark dude. period of time in my life. My bad, Thanks, bro. <laughs> you got buckets though, right? You got buckets. I don't know why they don't let us wear t-shirts in it. I wore a t-shirt in college. I like t-shirts under my jersey for some reason. Do you know anyone that practices without something underneath? Right. Like think about that. We. That's we all true. practice with, with something. Long, long sleeve, sleeve yep. short sleeve, cut off, right. whatever. And then we go to a game and we got to go tank top. And it's so cold. The arenas are way too cold. And yeah. it drives me it drives Man. me crazy. Super cold. As soon as you come ridiculous. out of the game. our Last night, our arena, and heads up, our freezing. locker room was freezing. Yes. It, the entire arena. The entire game. I'm like, bro, it ain't even hot outside. We don't even have hockey or anything. No ice. Right. Just cold. Ridiculous. Vince, I saw you? like playing in Miami this time. You're like Florida this time of year is cool because it's, it's sticky in good there. For it's your, humid. Good for your bones, man. Yeah, you ain't got to warm up. You ain't got to spend a lot of time warming up. You just go out there, you drench in like two minutes. Like it. Love I don't think I've noticed arena to arena besides just the temperature is like, I, is there something that the way the basketballs age having to do with the climate? 
hmm. the way the leather ages. Because think about the balls at Staples Center. They're the best balls. Does yeah. that have something to do with the Southern California climate? I can't figure it out. I played there four years and I'm like, why can no other arena have, why, why do the balls not turn out like these balls? Or maybe some, maybe they treat them. I don't know. <laughs> I saw that one coming. <laughs> maybe they treat them. He's Sorry. the oldest player in the league. <laughs> no, because, no, because this guy over here. No. Well, I said basketball. Yeah, I said exactly. basketball. He gave me the look like, I was like, all right, whatever. Don't throw me under the bus, bro. <laughs> you do it all the time. Wow. No, uh, I, I agree. You know the basketballs I hate the most? Hmm. Denver. They're so, they're like, Oh, so much hard. air in Maybe because the, yeah. there's no humidity. <laughs> Dry. Air in the basketball. And. Jesus, bro. <laughs> My God. Rock hard. This guy here is out of control. Uh, almost like they're oh swollen. God. They're almost just. <laughs> 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 it's crazy. Uh, no, I agree. JJ, I want to know your favorite Vince Carter story from when you guys were playing together, and then we'll go ahead and close. Oh, wow. Put me on the spot. How about yeah. that? I feel like there's like you didn't do anything no. crazy. You took a few like one legged three sixty shots out of pick and roll, which were weird, but all the time. What uh, Vince the Carter only, story? Only big, big moment I had there was I had forty eight against New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. It's like what's your career high? Fifty one. And the the fans wanted me to uh go for fifty. The shot it was game was over. And I they go like, Oh yeah, score, score. James Posey was like, Don't do it. You know, back in the day, yeah. like, when, when the game's out of hand, like mm-hmm. when it's done, you didn't pull a Jamal Murray. He did, yeah, him too. Yeah. Or oh, o- absolutely. What he did was yeah. that this year or last year? That was this year. Oh. That was this year. We had a we had an issue with that this year too. Oh yeah. Remember in Toronto though, when Bud Malik Beasley, Bud went crazy on OG. Oh Malik oh, Beasley. Yeah. We had one in Chicago as well. Oh man. What J A? Shout out to Justin. Uh, game was over. No, nah, I remember. So <clears throat> my rookie year. We playing the Knicks. Yeah. We beating the, we beating the hell out of the Knicks at home, and I'm getting some minutes. I only average like four minutes a night. Kenny Martin stand on the sideline. I think Amari Stoudemire was over there too. Time was winding down. I was like, we probably got the ball back with like 32 seconds left. So I was waiting for the clock to run down so I go score. And they're like, if he drive, fuck him up. I just shot it like a step back three. <laughs> <laughs> Went the other way. Man, those dudes are crazy, but not, no, that's- hell no. That's how it was. I was so nervous. That's that's kind of like the unwritten rule yeah. in the league. Yeah. But it's like phasing out kind Don't of now? I think it's evolved more now to the point where like the team with the ball takes the shot clock violation. And if they do that, then the team that's losing takes the end game. Like they just, they don't right. even try to score even though they're truce. down. Like it's a, yeah. yeah. It's almost yeah. a truce. Because you used to go like, if you, if I, my rookie year. Those are those were my minutes, man. If no, I got the ball I, at the yeah, end of the game, I'm going to get a with nine seconds to I go. I'm shooting. I, I understand. <laughs> I'm shooting. Yeah, no, yeah, I understand. And now people don't do it. The not way Kenny yeah. Martin and Amari Stoudemire spoke to me, I was not going in there. Mm-mm. No way. That was your rookie Kmart, year. Yeah, my rookie year. Um, but JJ, you had to be excited. Being, I mean, I know you're a Duke versus Carolina guy, but when you found out you were going to be teammates with Vince, yeah, I mean, Vince. I don't know if I've ever actually told Vince this, but like Vince was always one of my favorite players, and I've never had like like. I've never had like animosity towards Carolina. Like I always I always felt like it was an honor to be part of that rivalry. For sure. Like playing those games, there's there's some of the highlights of my life. Even the lowlights, they're the highlights just to be a part of that rivalry. But yeah, Vince was Vince was one of my one of my favorite players. When I found out I was his teammate, I was I was hyped. I mean, it was, it was an unbelievable feeling to be Vince's backup. 
It's unbelievable. <laughs> what's your record against Carolina? That is what, my record. Yeah, what's your six, record? Six and three. I always yeah. say no, no animosity towards Carolina, but Maryland fans, fuck them. You know, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> A friend of mine. They crossed the line. <laughs> they crossed the line. <laughs> yes. A friend of mine was just telling me a story because I told him I was coming here to do the podcast and he was telling me about some of the really terrible things Maryland fans used to say to you. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I was having this conversation. <laughs> <He's> like, yeah. <laughs> I was having this conversation with uh, with TJ McConnell the other day because like TJ is one of those guys that he claps back a lot at fans and it's just like part of his whole shtick, right? He's just got that. Yeah, yeah, Vince does it too. Okay. Yeah, you know that. So like it's part of his shtick, you know. He's like once he like he blacks out during a game and it's you know, he just is he's going after it. And um we were I was talking about when I was at Duke and I was like, man, it's like not that I'm not gonna get too graphic, but like there's people like five feet away from you telling you that they like uh sodomized your twelve year old mm. sister, that they like basically yeah. raped your older sisters, and you're like nineteen years old. And you're you're dealing with that, and I had back acne, so they're talking about that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, I looking back, I'm like, I'm surprised. Like I I was I was kind of reckless my first two years at Duke. Like I'm surprised. Like I never actually like there was. I remember there was a couple people in Maryland and one kid at Florida State that I was like, I actually want to go into the stands and like just fucking have a malice at the palace. How did you <laughs> Let's not do, do it? That. Hearing, hearing all that and being yeah, so young it's uh, hard man I, 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 I was in therapy basketball. I was in therapy for three years at Duke <laughs> that was part of it I feel like I mean, college basketball is a little different I mean when it like stuff like that like how you respond to referees and stuff like, I feel like when we get to the league <laughs> we go at the rest man. but in college it's kind of like I got called like ah and you go about your business yeah. you know it's just I got two I had a fan kick, I had a fan kicked out of the game out of a game this year oh yeah yeah yeah. I think in Memphis of, people should do that a lot more like uh, and rather than me react, I just said to the referee, can you get him out of here? Yeah. You know, because he was saying some shit that like, and there was like a 10-year-old kid next to him. And I'm like, dude, you can't say that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we go to the referees. I saw the one of Blake. There's been a couple this year. I got 12 texts. You have 12 this year? 12. Reckless. In 15 minutes a game. That's crazy. I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> Damn. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. You said it. <laughs> he's, he's. <laughs> He's, That's you're not far behind. Like Russ has fifteen, sixteen, sixteen, and he just got suspended. Yep. Ooh. And you get one and one hundred and forty fifth of your salary, your salary taken. What's for the, you guys? That's a lot of money. Yeah. What's the? Do you know the escalator? Yeah. Like, what's this? What's the number where like it changes? It's twenty five hundred, right? Yeah, or is it three thousand now? Two thousand for your first three, twelve, and then I think it's four thousand for the next. Couple the and then it goes three. to five. In every, every three. Wow. Yeah, it's expensive. I just write it off though. And it Don't goes to claim charity, that right? Shit, huh? It goes to charity, right? That's or what something? they say. That's what they say. Which Serge Ibaka the other day, he was talking about how he had to miss those three games for getting in a fight, and he was like, uh, he was like, I realized I lost all this money, and all that money could could have been I could have given that money to charity, and it could have gone for good. And I wanted right. to be like, dude, it did go to charity. <laughs> like, yeah, somewhere. Just, just like our taxes. Fights. You can always tell when Baze is about to get a tech too. He starts, you, you see the, well, you man, see it start. a couple of plays before. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and he's, you can see in his eyes, it's, it's coming, my, it's coming. And then, him, uh, and then he gets know, that one bad call. And, yeah, refs, refs and I, we, we haven't gotten along. I mean, I've, 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 I've you know, put Band-Aids on a couple of relationships you know, throughout these last couple of weeks. You know, so things are looking up. 
Do you think that makes you more likely to get a T when you're like that guy that gets technicals? A lot? Well, yeah, I think they. It, I think it's definitely a lot. I mean, targeting involved. Tell them about your your, your my, twelve texts. My little dossier. Oh, tell, tell them about your twelve texts. Here's an interesting fun fact for you. Fun JJ. fact. So I've got twelve texts from twelve different referees. Wow, <laughs> that's special. Literally, do you know that? Yeah, like they, so you they looked gave it up. Me, or someone told you. Oh, okay. We they gave me a sheet, and it was twelve different referees. So before every game, <laughs> right, the refs they meet. They might watch film. Mm-hmm. And they might say, "Oh, this guy, this is his trick. We got to look out for this tonight." Right. Or right. you know, this these two guys have a history, right? right. They're guarding each other tonight. We got to watch this out. And then there's twelve referees now <laughs> at every meeting. <laughs> They go into that meeting and they're like, all right, who's the asshole tonight? I just got and a dossier. Like, it's like Kent, 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 24. Got, they got my dossier. Yeah, there you go. Man. But I, and I wonder, I, I, I'm sure referees still, well, I hope they still watch film. But I've I've had one time a referee uh, in the captain's meeting say, uh, you know, hey, tell your guy tonight to ease up. You know, we've, we know his history, blah, blah, blah. Like once or twice in my years. Not often. Has actually said, hey, tell your guy to. Just calm down Once or bit. twice in, in my career, this many usually seasons. they don't come out and just say say that yeah. stuff. Maybe they watch film. I know they talk, but they don't actually come and tell the captain, "Hey, tonight, tell you guys just to ease up." We don't mm-hmm. want to throw them out. Yeah, we don't want to give them a tech, but we will. That type of stuff. You have I won this say year. It was Joey Crawford. He said it about Crawford? me. No, 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 no. Oh, and, and uh, in, in my damn, years. I need to go. I need to. Joey Crawford's not in the league. Yeah, yeah line my chakras. He's long retired. He was there. No, he was. I played. Yeah, Joey Short. The older guy? Yeah. The one that fell, no, in oh, Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm talking about... Oh, this was... My bad. Brain fart. I'm getting old, guys. How many texts do you have this year, JJ? Do you know? Any? I had one rescinded. JJ's intense. This was so a lot of people. I think I, I think... I, no, I, I think maybe I have two. I have probably two or three. I've been tossed twice. This in year? In my career. Oh. No, in my career. I haven't been tossed. I have... You Bennett South... You, you remember Bennett. You probably weren't in the league. With Bennett, yeah. uh, I know the name though. Yeah, great so guy. he was one of the OGs. Like he, yeah. he was like one of the best refs. Yeah, he's great. Him and mine. So he probably ref my last, my, or my his last three years were probably my first years, like somewhere around there. So we're playing Boston probably. in the playoffs, and they, they, it was like we won game one on the road. We're lo- we're losing by thirty in game two, and I was chasing Ray and Eddie House all night, and I fouled out, and I'm frustrated, and so like I'm walking over the bench as some one of those two guys is getting ready to shoot a free throw, and um. And I was like, hey, hey, Bennett, hey, Bennett, come here for a second. Come here for a second. <laughs> Just set up. <laughs> and so he like, he walks over to me and I, and I put my arm around him. And him and I had a good relationship. But I put my arm around him and I, and I leaned in and I whispered in his ear, fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, And I walked away. So I get to the bench and I'm like, fuck, dude, I didn't get ejected. That was great. Sit down on the bench. And I didn't realize when I said it, he was so startled that he dropped his whistle on the floor. <laughs> he was dropping. Oh. <laughs> so he had to clean it off. He cleaned his whistle off. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Get the fuck out of here! You're out of here!" <laughs> and he tossed me. So every time I see, every time I see Bennett now, he walks by me. He's like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> like he, he and he's one of those guys. Like you know, he doesn't take it personal. No, 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 no. Hold grudges. Like that's not. He'll like never mine. carry over to the next time he sees you. Like if you right, right. give him a reason, obviously. But right, he's yeah. one of those guys. I, he was great. That's what I felt like Monty was. Monty was. Monty was, yeah, oh, was yes. great. Oh yes, yeah. good dude. Absolutely. I feel like a lot of them are like that. But like they're, they're human beings, and they have a tough job. Yeah, yeah. And actually, if you watch college basketball, oh man, you would, got you, would good. Say, you would say that we have it pretty we good. Got a good. We have it one hundred percent. Agree. We have it pretty good. Well said. They're the best in the world. No well doubt. said. 
But man, the struggle is real. <laughs> Sheesh. I definitely have a lot of technicals over my career from a lot of referees. Do you think you don't get them as much anymore just because of who you are? Because you talk a Bro, lot. Bro, he be talking more than me. I know. I see him talking Stop. all the time. Man, I have conversations what? with the ref. What? You talk nah, bad bro. to the refs. No, nah, bro. No, nah, nah, I mean, nah, bro. Let's stop. Let's stop. I think the referees Vince, be, Vince be going ham. I see it. And he does I his don't. like heated walk out no, to no. him. I, this, I, I remember one time, I want to say you were in No, maybe you were in the clips. You told me, hey, he's like, hey, chill, bro. To you? I can remember one of those. Days. I was like, what, man? No, it was a foul, it was a foul. I remember. What are the majority of your texts for? Like, are you, because I always get a tech for using the F word. That's pretty much like the go to. And there's a couple refs that I've used the F word with that I have a relationship with that allow me to say it yeah. once and they're yeah. not going to like team me up right away. But is it demonstrative stuff or is it the F word? So, F word. And then we get, you know, we're at the bottom of the East. <clears throat> feel like we get hosed a lot, you know. Teams get away with murder. You know, so you're you doing can't. conspiracy theory stuff. Well, yeah, for sure. You <laughs> you're know? accusing them. Man. <laughs> See, look, man, I'm like this. <laughs> that to me oh, is the worst thing you can say to a ref. I'm Tory like, look, no, nah, I mean, I don't say that. I mean, I don't tell them that. But I'm like, look, man, like we out here playing hard too. Like just, just give us a chance. And, you know, we 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 in the game. We in the game. We get hammered, and then when we get down 15, 20, they want to start blowing the whistle. So that's it. Just drives me crazy. And I mean, I, and I just snap. You know, I, I'm a very passionate player, very, very passionate player. Basketball has done a lot for me. You know, it's just it's fed my family for generations on down the road. You know, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. So, goddamn, like, help What's me it? out here, man. Just keep it even. I, we just want a fair chance, you know, to win to a win basketball game. Right. Fair. Make it fair. There have been a lot of foul discrepancies. A lot. I didn't say that. I'm just saying, if you look at the numbers. I'm not blind. I don't even look at the numbers, so I don't know. I don't know. But it's hard being a young team and you don't have any it is well, yeah. that big super yeah, that's stars. True too. Well, that's true right? too. I'll, I'll say no, that I mean, part. I, like, I, mean, I get it now. Now I'm like kind of you know, t- winding it down a little bit. You know, We have discussions. I get this, man. But like I've never like walked away from a game and been like, oh man, we lost because of the refs. Like maybe they missed a call or two, but like no, I've no, never felt like all be all. it was so yeah. one-sided that they were like, oh, they're, they're targeting us. Unless you were playing uh, some years back. When okay, no, right. I'm saying when you know, yeah, yeah, there's a couple of situations going on. I understand what you're saying, yeah, I get what you're. I was a part of one of those games, come to find out. Uh, Viva in the playoffs, Las Vegas. Uh, it was, I think it was just a regular season game. Wow. And um, how much did they make for that? I found this out a couple months ago. Oh, in the report that Damn. one of the games, uh, versus Toronto, I want to say it was Toronto, that uh, you know, <laughs> some fouls were called. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I was over there so they can, the other team can. I knew nothing about it till a couple months ago. I was like, oh, interesting. Because back when it happened, I'm sure every player who was playing at the time, who were playing, they were at referees asked, do you feel like, you know, you're, you're part of the situation of a game being fixed or whatever? I was like, I don't think so. And find out. I was. Wait, they were asking you? They asked you that? Back in that time, like, that was like kind when, of a question. When, it was like, you know, the PR was like, hey, stay away from that. So I was like, no, Oh, I don't know. that's what you, you know. were, those are the questions yeah, they were, they're, 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 Yeah, that we were yeah. being asked from the media. Like, right, do you I think, you. you know. Because yeah, he only, I think he, he only ref my rookie year. And then he was, it was either my rookie or my second year. Okay, yeah. So, but it was only like one year. Yeah, so it was right about max, that. Yeah. So it was, shame, uh, shame, they said shame. that, you know, they, they found out later on that was one of the games. He like gave me four quick fouls. So I barely played. Four quick fouls? Like, yeah. It's unreal. In, like, the first quarter? First half. Oh, wow. This is a question. This is just a personal question. But, like, was there, like, what was the age 
maybe you haven't reached that age, but what was the age where you're like, man, I'm really old? Because <laughs> like I'm starting to get there now. Like Jimmy Butler could not. I told him the other day. I was like, yeah, I'm turning 35 this summer. He's like, huh, huh? He had no idea I was that old. I didn't either. 35. Yeah, that's impressive, man. Good for you. I still. I thought you were like early 30s, man. I'm 35 this summer. I'm like. Three months. That's all right, man. Around this age is when it starts to get a little tougher, and you kind of what do you 42? mean around this age? What around forty-two? Yeah, my bad. My oh, bad. We good. I'm oh, sorry. Around the thirty-five. Uh, that 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 mid thirties uh, get a little tougher, and kind of put a little more work into. I'm sure you value your sleep and your rest yeah, now, yeah. but it's kind of like mid thirties. My body feels. No, great. I mean, you, you, you like early thirties is when like huh? it's like hello here. This is what it is, and yeah. now you, you you tend to deal with it. And as you get you know thirty five now, mid thirties, and still playing and still running and trying to play the same way, it gets tougher. And but I mean, you figure it out. I mean, what about the what about just like the sort of dynamic of being on a team with younger guys? Was that ever challenging? Absolutely. Has that ever been ever been challenging? All, all every time. Yeah. It's it's kind of it, it is a challenge. Have um, you experienced that, JJ? Um, no, not yet. But I, just, like I really, I haven't. I haven't. I no, think that's part of the reason, like, Jimmy was like, oh, I didn't realize you were that old, you know? It's tough. I try to stay hip like, to the culture, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's tough, too. Yeah, no, it yeah. is. Dude, I'm, it I'm, is. I'm, I'm, I'm not even hip anymore. No. I'm not saying I am. Dude, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just I'm saying. A dad. I mean, I'm you a dad. probably like, won't be. <laughs> no, you, you, yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's, it gets it's, tougher yeah, and tougher. It's such a disconnect. Every two years. I've always tried to, like, find commonalities, right? every guy like where can we connect on something mm-hmm. on some level basketball well obviously that's it but like outside of that that's there's got to be something because like you Fortnite. sit next to a guy and on the bus like you got to talk about something <laughs> somewhere Fortnite. by the way i loved the 21 savage story oh yeah jj didn't know who 21 savage was right for a no, play call okay. oh the that's play, not yeah. okay it's okay it's not exactly the story. <laughs> <laughs> that's not exact, as i just said like right right yeah. Yeah. Oh, i'm up to date i'm up to date on pop culture <laughs> Uh, no, so we we had this play uh, um, in L.A. It was just 21, but I would bring the ball up the court. I'd throw it ahead to Chris. He would hand it back, and I'd get a layup once a game. Just speed cut off him. Right, right, right. They wouldn't switch it. Speed right. cut. That's so used to run after Kobe back in the day. We used to call, call it 21, and then like teams started scouting it or whatever. So we had to disguise the call. We'd always run it once a game after free throw sometime in like the second or third quarter. So we started calling it Chester. After Chester Arthur, who was the twenty-first president, Chester obviously I came up with that reference. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we called it Blackjack. We called it Dion after Dion Sanders. And then we're sitting there one game, and he, and Chris starts yelling Savage. And this is like in two thousand fifteen, man. Like Twenty One Savage was not Twenty One Savage like that he is what, in two thousand eighteen, yeah. two thousand nineteen. Okay. So I'm like, and I, at the time, yes, I'd heard of 21 Savage, but it was like such a weird reference. Are so I'm like, at the free throw, and Blake's like, yo, no, I got it. Yeah, DJ's like, yeah, no, I got it. Jamal's like, yeah, I got it. And we're good. Me JJ, are you serious? <laughs> you don't know what we're running? And I'm like, Savage? No, what? What play is that? <laughs> I know, they're like. Yeah. At what point did you figure out what it was? When we got back to the timeout. And everyone was <laughs> laughing at me. The entire timeout? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What play? I know you're like, oh, can we focus on the play here? Yeah. What yeah, play was great. that uh, where... CP would be on the right side. You'd be on the... So we facing this way. Left. You'd be in the so, left corner. DJ come up like... Act like he's going to set the, the step up. And then you come wide pin for you. You come sprinting off. 15 we ran, down. We ran that for him in Orlando too. Man, 15 down. That was his play dude, in Orlando. We, would disguise, we, would, we had a ways to disguise dude, it. Because like... You want to talk about a tough play to guard? Because you got to you gotta, you gotta you help on the road. You got to tag. 
and then he just takes the fuck off. Yeah, that was that that we ran that for you in uh with in Orlando yeah. with Dwight going to the rim. Yeah, yeah. you got to honor that. Yeah, yeah, you play the Meanwhile, Clippers. Meanwhile, as soon as he's rolling, he's like, ha ha, <laughs> <laughs> we're gone. <laughs> was, you play every the Clippers. Every time we're like, all right, here's a bucket. Every time I play the Clippers, I just wore low-cut low, low cut shoes when JJ and them were there. It's just a lot of running. I was, I just, when I first got to Atlanta, so I used to love like, chasing guys. Now, not so much. I'd rather just be on the ball, you know, getting over <laughs> screens. Who's chasing guys now, Dre? Oh, Dre. DeAndre. Yeah. I believe yeah, that. Uh, how that many plays. dunks do you have in your career? My NBA career? You got dunks in college? One. It was in Atlanta. A lot of happens in Game Atlanta. Game six, 2011 playoffs. <laughs> Damn. You don't think I remember? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, was exactly my one career detail. dunk. Break by yourself? No, dude. I'm proud of this dunk. Uh, Gilbert shot like a 18-footer, back-rimmed it. Dwight got a rebound at like the third hash mark. I cut in from the corner. He just passed it to me. No dribble. Two he feet, just caught it two, two hands clean. Mm. And the, the Atlanta announcer was like, because I've watched, obviously, I've watched the clip on YouTube, the, the nine-second clip good, good. on YouTube. <laughs> and, and the announcer's like, oh, I didn't even know Reddick could dunk. Announcers are getting like, crazy these know. days, bro. How tall are you? 6'4", but I have a negative wingspan. <laughs> Damn. So, Is that a true story? Yeah, I'm like, I think it might be the only guy. Maybe, oh, maybe like, my gosh. <laughs> I know I think I'm like and the highest traffic ever, or like at least in the last like 30 years with a, a negative. negative wingspan. I have like a 6'3 and a half wingspan. What about Kevin Willis? He seems like he'd be a candidate. <laughs> Do you remember Joe Wolf? I think Joe Absolutely. Wolf played at UNC. Yeah, yeah, he was like the guy before me that got drafted. <laughs> and Joe's 6'10". <laughs> yeah, and he had negative. What's yours? Seven feet. Yeah, mine. I got. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I always said if I was like, honestly, if I was six six, had like a normal wingspan for an NBA player, I feel like my career trajectory would just be different. I would have made an All Star game because I would have had more double doubles. It's <laughs> <This is> true. <laughs> I've always wanted to be like six seven, six eight. Yeah, six seven six eight. Need, now, but here's the thing: you don't need to be not anymore, unless nah, you want to play the four. Nah, like growing up, like I just you know Kobe. I always thought I mean, Scottie Pippen was the prototype that everybody should want. Like right. six seven, like you can play. You'd be a big two guard, or right. you know, pro- prototypical. Especially back then, not now. Yeah, everybody's whatever. Six seven six eight. You can be a stretch right. four. Uh, you yeah. six six though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It might be six five and a half now. Are you shrinking? You know, it might be. Do you remember? Rough nights. I've told this story to people before, but do you remember that one day we were in the weight room in Orlando and you and I sat next to each other and my torso is so much longer than yours? Yes. But <laughs> like I'm like taller than you when we sit here. down next to yeah. each other. I sit like a short person. Like if we sit down, he'd sit taller than me. Like my, my head legs. would be taller. Like I would look 100%. like I'm taller than Vince. Okay, we're going to take a picture other. of that. We're 100%. I, you probably sit taller. No, maybe not. But well, there's, no real, there's no real good place to sit in here. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, he's right. And then 100%. you're just you're just limbs. But I'm just yeah I'm you're all legs. He's all limbs. <laughs> yeah. Did you do a three point contest? Me? Ever? Yeah, twice. I didn't do well. Never made it out of the first round. How different is that? It's it's not a it's not a real thing. But it's also so I jump and I jump forward. So by that's the time I get to the third rack, yeah, it's like impossible t- for me. Yeah. Would you rather people pass or? Yes. Would you, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Our too. assistant GM was telling me like they they were actually think, like they wanted to like they're they're thinking about changing the rule and he was like they want to do it some demos like they want you to be involved or whatever. For this the, was last year. For the uh, three so I know they're contest? thinking about it like 
figuring out a way to actually make Man, it. I'd rather do passing. Like if someone passes twenty five shots up in a minute with passing, but you'd want them to to have a. I mean, give you a perfect pass every time, and it's going to be that one time. No, no, well, no, listen, it's just listen, like listen. the home. It's like the that, home run derby. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I get your picture. No, I, go, I get that. Yeah. No, I get that. Wow. Who would you have passing it to you? Probably Kevin Young. The guy who the guy who I shoot with before the and after practices, yeah. Okay, but if you could, if you had to pick a player, see, they, and they, I oh, feel like they, they no, I would definitely do a coach. But if but you they, had I'm to sure pick a player, I'm sure the NBA would probably pick a player. Yeah, it makes it more exciting. Get, yeah, you know, have well, two players. I, pick, I, don't, I don't see. Does them it have to be a, a teammate? No, it can be anyone. I pick Chris Paul. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that guy. That, would that be guy good. in four years on floppy action, he threw like two bad passes in four years. He was always on money. There you go. He surgically just tore us apart the other night. Down the stretch, man, it was, it was great to watch. Though I mean, I like you know, I, dude. You know, I played go, yep. when I was at Golden State. You know, the Clippers Golden State was such a rivalry. I remember I got in the game late. CP drove. I took a charge. They didn't call it, and Clay blocked it. It was like a Christmas Day game around Christmas time. I was so hyped. I took a charge on Chris Paul. You know, he Carolina got to me from North Carolina. So you were still happy, even roots. though they didn't call it. Anyway, no, they ain't. Not, no, I didn't get a tech, but it was definitely a charge. Feet outside the charge circle. Clay blocked it though. You got to stop. Did my job. I only played like you know. I came in with like maybe sixteen seconds on the clock, sitting down the whole game. Thanks. Yeah. Right. I was over there already. You know, waving my towel and whatnot. You remember the shot Blake Griffin shot in the corner and it hit the side of the backboard. I wasn't on the team yet. You weren't. No. When you were there. Because remember, you came you came to a game that year we played in, them in the playoffs. Oh, that's right. You were that at a game in LA. At oh, that was the year. So I got traded that year. Though. Yeah. 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 Okay. I was that was my first year with the Clippers. Okay, yeah, it was yeah. your first year away from them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good memory, bro. You guys, you all have like great memories. It's actually insane. Okay. Vince can be like, someone can save some random game from 17 years ago. You remember when you faked? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Always. Some, some, every time. Sometimes he'd be lying, though. Really? No, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, he Vince. always remembers. And then you walk Sometimes. the play, yeah. whoever's telling you. What was he talking about? Except for when you lied to Andrew Young. I bet. Cardinal sin. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Wow. Y'all like no. I was just like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You okay. lied. JJ, you need, know when just, someone says, oh, just, you know this person? I just is- said, oh, okay, trying to buy some time because he was talking so fast. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. No, I said, okay, y'all fool. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's like, you guys know such, such, such. I said, oh, okay. I'm like, he won't go ask But he was talking me. directly to me, so I was just like, trying to think. Yeah. Was, I just enjoyed the moment because- Vince always brings up people that I don't know, and I pretend to do like, yeah, yeah, and he can always tell now when I don't know who he's talking about. We've had some unreal moments of these two here. <laughs> do you guys have anything else for JJ before we close? Oh, man. Oh, man. This has been great. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for coming stories on. Stories for days, man. Huh? Okay, uh, I have what? Out. I said you have stories for days, I know. Shout out to your podcast, man. Your oh, yeah. If, uh, oh, if you don't listen to my podcast, it's the JJ Reddick podcast on the Ringer Network. I believe it's the only NBA podcast of a current player that doesn't have a co-host. <clears throat> oh. So. <laughs> Edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on. This was a lot of fun. Woo!